four, three, two, one. Cue music. Brody man, Nucci Nucci's. And look at this shit, the mad fat chick killer. Welcome to Be Kind, Let's Rewind, the nostalgia podcast no one asked for, with your hosts, Chris, Leaf, and Shadwick. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Be Kind, Let's Rewind. This week, we are talking about Mallrats, guys, one of our probably most quoted movies in our circle of friends. So this one is packed with so many gems that we use in our everyday lives holy shit (laughs) damn that's hot (laughs) if we do if we do have a series um of the most quotable films so you guys like can get caught up with our references like this is probably going to be the first in that series because we just man it's we absolutely love this film so um too much i normally ask you guys how it was going but hell we actually got to hang out uh on saturday man Watch our Niners uh, squeak one out against the Packers oh, as dude. these episodes air about three weeks behind. But damn, what a fun was fucking a, night, man. That was, yeah, that was a, a close fun. one. And then the UFC yep. was just full of upsets. Oh, dude, yeah. It like, was just that entire, which, what, which UFC is this? Two, 230? Well, what was this one? We're almost at 300, so this is We're probably, almost at three, yeah, 290? 297, 296, some shit like that. It's I couldn't close. remember which which number it was, but yeah, that one was. It was yeah, it was uh, it was a, there was a lot of squeakers there too, mm-hmm. a lot of controversy. Yeah, um, unfortunately, I had to bail before the the uh, title fight, so mm-hmm. I, I, I did see what happened. He, I, he had his own title fight. He had to fight at home uh, after mm-hmm. the uh, buffalo chicken pizza. <laughs> And uh, shots of whiskey we had, so it was a uh, fun night. Yeah, I, w- I went about five rounds the next day with it. <laughs> <laughs> to a no contest. Yeah, <laughs> got this decision. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, we had a lot of fun. So, thanks guys for coming out. Um, and Dude, uh, it was a blast. I was, actually, I thought it was pretty funny that Gibbs walked around to us and was like, "What do you guys have for your booze of the week tonight?" And I was like, "Well done, Gibbs." And with that, there we have it. Booze of the week. You tell Gibbs to get out of the street, you fucking bum. <laughs> I should have, man. So uh, the loser. So for my booze of the week, I'm actually just going to continue to finish a bottle, which was from our Coming to mm. America, the Crown Royal. Ah. But actually got a nice little sample cup here, and I'm really oh, making it. I'm really making it last, you know. <laughs> it waste not. What, what not? not. <laughs> well done. God, God damn it, Chris. Look, I was going to say, fill this with Coke, no uh. ice. Fill this with Coke, no ice. Oh, shit, he has the white courtesy cut. You Dude, got I, the better one. You I, got the better one. Yeah, right. I couldn't find one, guys. Like, I'm the fucking loser out. The loser man out, dude. No. Uh, that's funny. For those that don't know, we don't fucking stage this shit at all. I don't know what they're drinking usually beforehand. Occasionally, we'll sit each other, but those little gags that go throughout, like, if you watched our Goonies episode when Leaf popped out the uh, whipped cream, me and Shadwick did you not could, know that was coming. So, yeah, uh, no, none of us happens, know man. what. 
that's the actually like the benefit of filming this like separately like online right like if we were like everyone says you lose something or there's something different about filming together but that's the thing it's like if i have gags or props or whatever like they don't have any clue what i'm doing right, and vice exactly, versa yeah. like i don't know they like when shabbat whipped out his fucking like bloody mary royale <laughs> from that that sunday episode yeah, like Batman we were one. we yeah, the Batman. We had yeah, we had no idea like what he was drinking. So the surprises are, are you guys are experiencing all the surprises. With I can't us too. believe you had the same idea as me. I was really I thought of that today. I was like, this is gonna be funny. Like, <laughs> gonna and then I was like, Shadow will laugh, and then I didn't realize <laughs> Shadow up me with the actual white cup, like in the, the actual movie. white courtesy cup, dude. Which we used to, which we used to have. Um, I think they were quite a bit bigger at the movie theater where we were at yeah. Chris. Like, quite a bit bigger. Even back then. Want a sip of my soda? <laughs> <laughs> if I could, I'd smack that shit out of your hand yeah. so hard right now. We go flying. Aren't you the guy that broke up with Randy Spinning? <laughs> I'll definitely be putting that clip I have uh, or that photo of me slapping Gibbs when we sent that to you when we were in Vegas one time. So, all right, Shadrick, what are you actually drinking tonight? Uh, I'm, I'm not finishing the bottle, but I'm I'm still working on on the uh, Knob Creek Maple. On the Maple, yeah, man, that yeah. one was good. Mm. We did the the shots of that. That went uh went down uh real nice, so real uh, smooth. Yep, I'm calling those rally mm. shots. They were rally shots, and it helped the Niners win. Absolutely, there's you can't deny it. Which, by the they way, pulled, they pulled uh, it out. Shout out to my boy John T at work. He is covering my Sunday shift, so I'll be able to watch the NFC oh, Championship. Shit. Let's okay. go! Yeah, so, I know you were real worried about that too. You were like, "Dude, I don't know what we doing." Shit at work, like it, <laughs> they're like the plants melting down, and I'm like, they're on their final drive. Will you give me a second? Fuck the valley, you, please. <laughs> <laughs> they'll manage. Yeah, they'll manage. It doesn't fucking matter. We're dead anyway. <laughs> Let me get this win. So. Leaf, what do you got down there, man? What are you sipping on, dude? Man, my one of my one of my one of my best boys, dude, and got it for me. Oh shit, and, dude, it is, it's going down. It's going down hard. Can y'all see it? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this is of course the Cane Rock distilled in Jamaica, uh, imported rum, dude. It is. It's sweet, but it's really good. Yeah. I can tell you right now, my wife loves it. Nice, absolutely loves you it. Know, actually, the distillery it. is right near the beach, boy. Boy, Thompson Simpson, I stick by my story. <laughs> and if he was, and if he wasn't Jamaican, why would he be wearing that hat? <laughs> why would he? Why, why would, would he, he dude? You know, I've had to wrestle it out of my wife's hand multiple times. It's like, tasty, this is, man. It's, I was, I was glad good. that I, I was I trying to wrestle it into my wife's hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right man let's let's get over to it bro let's let's get into mall rats guys brody man noochie noochies and look at this shit the mad fat it shit is killer. the fucking mad fat <laughs> shit killer how Dude. many fucking times have we used I, that line I actually, I actually said that to ryan uh saturday yeah, I, night i know <laughs> that's so funny because we didn't I, decide to do mall rats to, uh, I guess maybe it was that night or something or before, yeah. but uh, yeah, pretty short. We had a short week, so we we're like, let's grab something that we know. And fun fact: that picture in the background is actually in my man cave. Uh, so mm. I got a poster surrounded by the four action figures they released. Uh, it's a good photograph. Really hard many, to find. How many guys can you fit in your man cave? <laughs> <laughs> I fit at least four or five, sometimes even six in my man cave. Mm, I like the a, sound of that. It's a little tight in there when there's that many people in my man cave, mm. but. You know, it, is. it just feels good. 
It feels good, good when that many people come in my man cave, you know? <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> I literally have to fight myself calling people. It, like, when I see anyone, if it isn't... That's, I have to fight myself to not say if it isn't Mon Frere. I know. Every, every time. That's like, single time. I was like my go-to, Before dude. you even, like, met Shadwick, like, like Shadwick would use it and you would use it. You're the two dudes I knew that use that line all the time. Yeah. Hey, hey, Lee. Lee. Yeah. Did you ever hear the story about the first time I met Brenda? Dick. <laughs> yeah, Dick. No. No, we were like we were hot and heavy on on this movie at that time. Yeah. And and I just been told like just get just give her shit as soon as I met her. And, yeah. Like we sat down, Buffalo Wild Wings. She deserves it. Me, me Chris, Matt, and uh, she sits down and starts talking, and I go. Oh, Brenda, will you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Brenda from the film, by the way. No, if anyone no, is, no, no, not Shannon Doherty. <laughs> this is yeah. not Shannon Doherty. No. Yeah, this is somebody we know named Brenda. Yes, and that is an excellent opening line. And I, you did really good. You actually did really good. I've known her, obviously, like for many, many, many years since the outset. Uh, one of our friends, ex-girlfriends. Yes. She, and, yeah. uh, she deserved it. <laughs> so with that do you guys remember and i know that we really fell because to be honest we when this movie came out what was it 95 90 fuck um mm. it was it wasn't really in my radar kevin smith was not in my radar nope. or not on my radar because i just i guess i was just right outside that age yeah and i uh, saw i saw this before clerks for sure i saw this before yes. clerks too and i actually remember watching this at a guy we went to church with, Jeff's house, uh, we were over at his his super religious parents' house, and mm-hmm. somebody had rented Mallrats, and we were watching it. I don't remember much about it because I was just six or fifteen years old, wandering around, probably looking for anything that would pay me any attention at all. And uh, I just remember seeing Jay and Silent Bob though, and I was just like, "Yeah, this is a weird movie." And then when I went back and watched it, probably in my twenties, I was like. What is this fucking gold? <laughs> like, how did we miss this? Absolute pure gold. 1995. Yeah. 1995. Was a, uh, believe it or not, somehow, somehow, like, I remember seeing this, obviously, on video cassette mm-hmm. yep. um, with with my friends. I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, you remember my, remember my neighbor Joe? Yeah. Like, he actually brought it over one time, and that was the first time we watched it, and he loved it. Of course, he was already, like, standouts like Jay and Silent Bob are the biggest meme characters. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Like, in, in the show, uh, much like you guys, I didn't see uh, I didn't see Clerks before, um, so they were, they're basically cartoons for all intents and purposes. Yeah, yeah. Both those characters, what and they're Affleck hilarious. call them a second-rate Cheech and Chong? See, yeah. <laughs> yes. in, uh, in Jade Saw yeah. Love Strike Back. Yeah, and they're and fictional we're, characters. We're so young, this is like, like, we, we're not, we were, we were good kids. We weren't really, yeah, like, we're not fucking into pot and shit. And, into pot and shit, and, and there's not really any of that in there, so they're like stoners without the stoner. Right, yeah, yeah. this is like not Cheech and Chong, like you mentioned, right? Which is perfect. Like Affleck roast was was perfect because there's not any of that necessarily in the film. They're just these characters, and yeah. like they they're they're already like everybody knows Giant Silent Bob. They're already like people you know and you have in their and in your life, and it's hilarious. So I instantly became a fan of this movie simply because of them. Yeah. And every time I watch it, I appreciate the other characters 
more if, if the same, if not more than Jay and Silent Bob yeah, because Jay of their and Silent nuance. Bob sucked me in initially. Yes, and yes. Uh, uh, Jason Lee, like that yes. fucking sarcasm. So Shadow, when was His, do you remember when you first watched this? Yeah, um, this was one that I just happened to rent. Uh, I didn't know anything about it. I just picked mm-hmm. it up. I know I was still living at home because uh, I was watching it like late at night and uh, I was laughing so hard it, it woke my dad up. <laughs> yeah. It was uh it was a, the final scene the uh, or you know the uh, the game show, the game show scene. Thing. Yeah. And the the yeah, the first time I saw that I was just howling laughing. Dude, uh, yeah. so good though. Like yeah, what what you're... gets me like uh, with anything like great dialogue and yeah and wit that'll sell me every time and this one was just chock full of it so almost almost to the point where like some of the some of the lines especially like ts will like blurt out it's mm -hmm. a it's almost Mm -hmm. it's it's almost like a dawson's creek episode like like people don't yes. really talk like this. Oh yeah, but like yes, yeah. it works. Like, and that's yeah. what, what the little documentary. Or I watched a couple of them on Mallrats. This one had Kevin Smith, and I actually didn't know uh, Mr. Spinning's assistant. Uh, I forgot what the guy's name is. He's a co-producer for like every film except for this one. Basically, I guess I didn't see a credit for him as a co-producer, but like Clerks mm-hmm. Two, Zach and Mary, like all the stuff. But that he's a co- he's in the interview with Kevin Smith, and they're talking about. Mall rats, like I think this was in '99 or 2000 when it started to get that cult resurgence, right? Uh, where right. it starts the the DVD sales DVD sales start to you know pile up, and they're like, oh, we yeah. got ourselves a little cult hit here because it did absolute ass. But Universal, I think, is who signed on for this, and they wanted it because they saw the dialogue from Clerks, and they mm-hmm. wanted a smart Porky's, is what they said. So. They were basically looking for a titty film, but with like Clerks dialogue is what they were looking for. And then what's yeah. kind of funny too is like Kevin Smith back then was like, they're like budget six million dollars, and he's like, we don't need six million dollars to make this movie. And they're like, you that's the bare minimum you have to have to make a Hollywood movie. And he's like, we made Clerks for like forty thousand or twenty five thousand dollars, and they're like, yeah. that's not a real movie. <laughs> and so it was like, yeah. so but you really think about it. Like how much fucking money do they waste? So they, <laughs> where did it? Where they did it go? Because like, I mean, it looked good. Obviously, it was filmed. It wasn't like you know, like CCTV cameras and shit. Yeah, like yeah. on clerks. Like, but it was. But you know what I mean? Like, like how did they end up spending like that? That much money? So they like, they wanted they wanted a, a titty film. So he gave them a, a, a soothsayer with three nipples. <laughs> he gave them what they wanted, man. <laughs> They had, you got some Joy Lauren Adams boobies, yeah, and then you get yeah. the we saw some her get the wise her, uh, the wise old sage. Yeah, her her boobs she, are not as sexy as her voice. Yeah, God, <laughs> I love her. I'll take them. I'll I take them. Love her. Um, just saying. Just so saying. anyway, this was a box office flop. Flop, uh, yeah. Because At, I mean, like people just didn't know. Like you just didn't fucking know, and you can't. Like they, I mean. As soon as a studio gets their hands on, like, the genius that is Kevin Smith back then, especially, like, you can't... A studio doesn't know what to do with that. They even tried to... Like, they actively tried to get rid of Jason Mewes. They wanted someone else to fucking play Jay. Like, after you saw that in Clerks. And they wanted... Like, can you imagine? Like, they tried to get, like, Seth Green. 
And Seth Green evidently was the backup, I think, yep. in case Jesse Muse like couldn't cut it. Like I know I can't even I'm sure you would have done fine. Like I yeah, you Seth know what I mean? Awesome, like it would yeah, it would have been bad, but do you think they they saw maybe some red flags that maybe like down the road he was going to be an issue as far as maybe and it may um, and it may have been too that they wanted actual actors in this you yeah. know yeah. like because because it, it really does come across but that was the thing kevin like, smith's friends you know i don't even know i don't even know for sure if if jay had written dialogue because I, I know kevin smith talked about how how jason muse was just being jason muse every time right. he was he was playing jay and, so, yeah, but it I mean, worked. maybe maybe a loose blueprint of a script. Yeah, maybe like just some notes. Know. You know, hey, you got to hit these bullet points or something. But yeah, I'm I'm going to be way. honest with both of y'all. The older I get, the more that I realize a lot of actors are just fucking playing themselves. Well, hold like on, a, I, a bunch I, of them. I say that, but mm. but I do know uh, Kevin Smith is uh, quite the stickler for his dialogue to be followed in movies. Well, he has to because his dialogue is like. Yeah. What is the? I mean, the the I learned as I pour some more crown in here, guys. Just give me a second. Mm, I yeah, learned yeah, right. a lot of vocabulary from Kevin Smith movies. So, yeah. Kevin Smith, if you watch this, you did better than my fucking schools did, and I was yeah. at a shitty private school. I never. <laughs> I had never. I had never even heard the word callous. Yeah. <laughs> callous. It, it means crying. Callow? Callow? Yeah. 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 <laughs> or monosyllabically enough for you to understand me like so that, dude that's that was my quote i was, I was talking about earlier we were talking yeah. about some, of, some of our favorite quotes i was like well one of mine is hard for me to say <laughs> dude when jay and silent bob said they stole the plants from some foolish carpenter <laughs> Sound Bob here stole a schematic of the station. Some foolish carpenter and found a weakness just like the fucking Death Star. That makes me laugh every single time. That even fucking describer yeah. of foolish carpenter. <laughs> <A> like, foolish. <laughs> <laughs> like two potheads using the word what foolish, what foolish carpenter. And, and like the, the dialogue moves so like smoothly along where he's like, you know, they got their diagrams and all that stuff. And we'll get into the whole like thing of the movie. But like then he's just yes. like. He's like, I would do it, but I threw my back out humping your mom. Nooch, nooch. <laughs> like, like, that pause and the nooch. Like, the comedic timing is just, like, throughout this movie, is fucking spectacular, man. So, it is. Do you excellent. have a, uh, you got a brief synopsis of this thing? I know that it's kind of a it's, pretty it's all, simple, it's dueling plots kind of, sort of, that all come together. Yeah, it all, it all kind of coalesces. So, I mean, the, the basic plot is uh, T.S. Quint. Uh, character played by Jeremy London and his good friend Brody, of course, you know, uh, get dumped by their girlfriends and attempt to spend the day at the local mall to get over their problems. Along the way, of course, they both attempt to make up with their girlfriends when T.S. finds out his girlfriend's dad. <laughs> when his girlfriend, when his girlfriend's dad, played by Michael Rooker, of course, is uh, is putting his daughter in a in a local dating show. Yeah, and I mean that's about the best synopsis She's I can come up with. Really acting like it. You're really acting like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> like just hey, so. I, so I got, I've got to say, I've watched this movie. Like I've recommended it so many times, and and wanted to watch it with people, and it's it's real hit or miss with a lot of people. But the ones that don't, that really don't enjoy it, they're lost from that one line where he goes, "She's fucking dead." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's the way the sound is mixed. Like it just, it, it, I, just yeah. it throws people off. 
I guess. And I mean, like, uh, Brandy Spinning uh, and the guy from uh, Dazed and Confused both do the. Yeah. Like, the <laughs> grab their nose, they're dejected, and they're like, whatever. Which, by yeah, the way, isn't she, like, fucking, so. like, from Europe or some shit? Like, she's got, like, an English accent, but when playing, like, Brandy Spinning, it really fucked with me when I saw her in an interview. Uh, Claire Forlani. Yeah, I didn't know that, but yeah, she's in like a. a, She did grow up in the United Kingdom. I grew up in London, Mm -hmm. the UK. She did hundred percent. She she does have a natural. She grew up well, and she grew up nice. (laughs) (laughs) Indiana boys, and then Indiana Knights. But she, unfortunately, uh, she does like to leave her socks on when she makes whoopee. (laughs) Whatever the fuck that means. That's unfortunate. (laughs) What like fucking? (laughs) So let's just start off like when you know it starts off with ts who uh i didn't know because out cold i think came out around 2003 uh i don't know if you guys i know leaf you're familiar with that movie shadwick i don't know how familiar you are um eh. i was i was like oh cool like it's jeremy london again uh not realizing that there's they're they're fucking twins so there's like <laughs> two of them there's jeremy and jason london and it's fucking weird. Like they're they look exact obviously the twins look exactly the same, but I thought forever. I was like, oh man, it's the dude from Mall Rats and Out Cold, like forever. Like I just kept thinking <laughs> yeah. that. And uh nope, just he's a twin because Hollywood is not a place that makes any fucking sense. But anyway, no, so T S is over here. Uh he's about to probably do the most romantic thing I've ever heard. Uh take his girlfriend to Universal mm-hmm. Studios and to propose. And when's he gonna propose? When Jaws falls out of the water. <laughs> that is that is the romantic life. thing that any of us have ever heard in our entire lives. That is, yes, is Jaws. In Universal Studios, for those of you who don't know, on the Jaws ride, which you're kind no of, you're, which, is no, which no longer exists, by the way, much like the mall culture, which I want to talk about in a little bit. Um, the, uh, yeah, it's like there was a point in, in the ride where um, as you were, you were riding upon the water, and I guess the tour guide was sort of telling you about the movie. Jaws would indeed attack you and and pop out of the water with his. Uh, it's a jump scare, like Jaws. It, yeah. <laughs> so it's a jump scare. So he was going to propose to her after this jump scare, which yeah. is such a fucking dude thing. And I'm here for it. Like I'm like, yeah. I mean, you know, hey, sounds good to me. <laughs> She's screwed. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, so he finds out that he, she can no longer go with him to Florida because she has uh, she has to fill in because the previous contestant, which TS told that the, T, the TV cameras at about 10 to 15 pounds, uh, <laughs> went ahead and yes. died in mid-backstroke uh, at she, the Y. You know, she had a weight problem in high school. She had the fattest ass. <laughs> and so, like, she, <laughs> she, she dies, which... I don't know how many times fucking Kevin Smith mentions a fucking embolism popping in someone's brain. Embolism popping in her brain. I'm convinced that Kevin Smith, hopefully at age 147, Mm -hmm. will eventually succumb to the embolism that pops in his brain. Magically pops into his brain. (laughs) which could happen around full circle. At any moment. Yes, but hopefully 147, (laughs) Kevin. We're rooting for you. So, uh, anyway... uh, so that that kicks us off on the honor story. So they get into a big fight because obviously, like we talked about in previous episodes, you got a uh, you got some problems coming to America. The daddy and the boyfriend they butt heads sometimes. So uh, 
That's obviously happened here, especially when you're dealing with a guy that's fucking in The Walking Dead and is uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy. So, uh, which what a, a career a, he's fucking had. A megastar. I'm telling you yeah. right now, the moment Yondu, I saw him baby. in Guardians... The moment I saw him in Guardians of the Galaxy, the Mallrats quotes were flooding through <laughs> through I, my, like, I was waiting for Easter eggs. Were you not, Shadwick? Were you waiting yeah. for any mall, like, any, any line, any random thing from Mallrats, dude? Especially with Kevin Smith being such a comic book fanatic. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I thought he would, you know, work Snuck something in one there. in, yeah. Hope I to- wanted but, just one. But isn't it amazing that he got he got him like I, I looked up earlier today um, with Stan Lee. Like I sent you guys an article. Yeah, I've always wondered yeah. like, how did he get Stan Lee because this is this, this was is coming sec- off Clerks. Like this yeah, is coming this off a second of, movie. Yeah, yeah, this is coming off like I mean, it, did Clerks even get a theatrical release? Very limited. So I so, think like it was it, just a it was few. Like a, so but like it hit big at like these like independent Sunset. film awards yeah. and shit like that. So like, but for you to go from a three or four theater maybe release to doing this movie and then you get like especially for him being mm-hmm. like the biggest like a big comic book fan and then you get fucking Stanley. I can't even imagine that. That'd be like me, you know, like getting Shawn Michaels or like yep. Hogan or some shit like to come on and, you know, do whatever. I'd be like, I'm gonna need a minute. And about yeah. a yeah. gallon of alcohol. Yeah, yeah, that would be, it would be, it was insane that, like, Stan Lee was in this film. And, I mean, you know, we talk about this this film being just, like, an insane, um, like, failure. But, like, look at all the unknowns, right? Ben Affleck, yeah. Shannon Doherty, <laughs> you know what I mean? Jason Lee, just unknowns that were oh. that you never heard of and would never go on to do anything else, right? Like, so, you, so, you know, like, Affleck, he was friends with, uh, with Kevin Smith. Yeah. And, yeah. Apparently, I don't know if it was this movie, um, maybe Jersey Girl or something. That, uh, I was talking about earlier Kevin Smith being a real stickler for his dialogue. Apparently, like uh, uh, Affleck was wanting to change something, and mm-hmm. oh, was and that Kevin, Kevin Smith makes the joke in uh, one of his one of his little speeches. Like maybe it's not with Kevin Smith. Maybe he's like he's like, uh, why? Yeah, I told him like if you want. If you want to write dialogue, then write your own fucking movie. So we did, and it was Google Hunting. <laughs> <laughs> but he, so Affleck, I think I heard that story too. Affleck was trying to throw like inside. It would be like if one of us were in a movie and we wanted to throw out some inside jokes that would make it on the big screen that we would pick up. And he's like, let me say this so like yeah. my boys will pick this up. And Kevin Smith's like, no, you don't even have boys. What are you talking about? Like, stop that. <laughs> Now he's broken up. They're not doing the makeup yeah, breakup bullshit he, anymore. Nah, she yeah, she dumps him right, and so he runs to his boy, dude. What like what we all do, man? Yeah, man. And yep. his boy is also uh, experiencing some some. Uh, he's enter, he's entering the framing business as well. Uh, <laughs> and and Shannon Doherty plays it's Jason Lee, which Jason Lee is head and shoulders my favorite fucking character in this movie. Yeah. Like love right, his dialogue. Right. Yes, right from the very yeah. first scene, the very mm-hmm. first line where he's asleep and she gives a little knock on his head and he goes, sweet fucking Christ. Fuck it all. He's already. And yes. God, and I totally relate to him too because I used to do what he's doing in that game 
where he's like he's searching for the Sega controller because he paused it when he went to sleep. Because yeah. there was no like, hey kiddos, you couldn't fucking save it and go to bed back then. You just had to keep going. And uh, so he's looking for the controller, and he has the the line that me and Shadwick said, which I said to a dude at work that had no fucking clue. There's a dude at work with a Hartford whale hat on, and I was like, Hartford, no shit. yeah, yeah. And I was like, Hartford, the whale. They only beat Vancouver maybe two, three times in a lifetime. A lifetime. Like, and he was like, huh? And I was like, you ever seen Mallrats? And he's like, no. And I was like, all right, man, you have a good one. Oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later. <laughs> well, see big you gulps. later. Yeah, I, yeah there, there's a lot in this movie, a lot of quotes where I guess maybe out of context, um, even if you've seen the movie, out of context, maybe it doesn't work, like, one of them that's really funny to me is when uh, when Brody at the end is talking to uh, to Gil Hicks and he's like, uh, "You're the kind of guy that would beg for sex. I should know. We can smell her own." <laughs> I've used I've used that line a lot, not with just like beg for sex, but like yeah. any sort of like insult. And I'd be like, because it's kind yeah. of funny. Is like you insult somebody, but then you insult yourself, and they never yeah. know how to fucking take it. They're like, uh. "Yeah," but but a lot of people don't understand that not the reference but just the phrase itself like yeah like, we can smell our own like what yeah how do you yeah he's how do you write this like how do you get the genius dialogue that's in this like and i know i don't know kevin smith's obviously like a super fucking smart dude but just the this dialogue like throughout where you can continually watch this movie over and over as, as all three of us have and just still laugh and still pick shit up because there's just yeah. so much crammed into an hour well, and a half. I mean, the dialogue yeah. the dialogue is one thing, but the timing and inflection yeah. from the actors mm-hmm. is great, too. Yeah, especially yeah. Jason Lee, you know, yeah. like when... Like, yeah. I even like when... So, like, Brenda's dumping him, you know, and she's talking... Because he, you know, won't introduce her to his mom, which they should have just done part two. Uh, he introduced her to his mom, and his mom didn't like him, or didn't like <laughs> yes. him, and they broke up anyway. Because, Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so, but, Cause, so... So she, uh, you know, she goes through this whole thing, but like when she's trying to think of like the navigator, like mm-hmm. <laughs> she can't think of the phrase navigator, and he's like, the navigator. The na- yeah, the navigator. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, and then she's, you know, but his room, we talked about recreating the uh, coming to America room, but his room with all those posters and shit, so fucking cool. Had the Comedy Central neon light, I believe, in there. Like so went, that. The '90s, the original Tremors, yeah, like, poster. That shit was like insanely uh, awesome. And like Jason, Jason Lee's character is like so great because he is keenly aware, like that, and you can see that in his room and in everything that's happening, like in in the movie, and his self-deprecating humor. Like, yeah, he's an asshole, yeah. but he's also like keenly aware of like that he's a loser and he doesn't yeah. care. He's like unabashedly like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is what I do. This is what I am. And even though he does grow and kind of change a little bit and recognize, hey, you know, I have feelings for this girl as we go forward in the movie, he's still just unabashedly himself. And there's something admirable, yeah. admirable about that. When, sure, just, and when, it, uh, when he's talking about all the stuff that she still has of his, like like the my remote control, uh, the copy yes. of Punch Reward Journal. Yeah, yes, my, and copy, and my <laughs> copy of yeah, and my, and my copy of Fletch. I was like, like that is that he is Google Gobble one of us. Oh, for sure. Right. Like he remembers yes. exactly inventory of what's over there. Yeah. Like that's just so funny. But so she dumps him. T S comes over. 
which one of Shadwick's lines, actually I've put it in a couple of our previous episodes, the... Uh, Touch not, lest ye be touched. Um, <laughs> when he's coming downstairs, you see his massive comic collection downstairs, like just Dude. the box. Remember the white boxes, uh, you know, that used to have? Yeah, yeah. Did you have those? Did you guys still, have those? Still, still got them. <clears throat> That's awesome. I mean, I have a box of, of some stuff that is, is, is 50-50, but like... Yeah, like I, I really appreciated a lot of his, uh, uh, his attention to detail. And as as Shadwick said, a lot of those comics are like bagged and boarded and like yeah, well yeah, taken care of. But like, this man is this man is obsessed. He tried to teach him to read. I tried comics. to teach you about comics, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you want to play little league. <laughs> this is so funny. Like paints such the picture. Like lifelong friends. The other dude, obviously. Played sports. Jason Lee read his comics, so they decide. All right, yeah. you know, he's a, he's a little persnickety. Yeah, so they're like, "Hey, man, yeah, you know, we we all was uh, wasn't in that scene too where he's just like, let me ask you something. Did you ever did you fart in front of her before you broke up? <laughs> like, they they roast the shit out of each other hey, like hey, immediately. I gotta, well, I gotta say, um, I don't. I married what five years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I couldn't count. Mm-mm. I don't. I hardly ever fart in front of her. Really? No. Never. Except in my sleep, I hear. Yeah, I, I'm sure you do that. I There's... go the other way with it, and I. I mean, but I. We have three dogs, so I usually will just like do a loud blast and be like Phineas. Yeah. Which Phineas mm-hmm. weighs about like six pounds, so. Julie one mm-hmm. time was like, if that was Phineas, he would have rocketed across the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that's why. I yeah, so we we have a ninety pound boxer, and when he farts, it sounds like he's blowing you a kiss. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. But why but is it's it so like, quiet? I don't know, but it smells like like burnt hot dog water. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like a it smells like a Limp Biscuit album. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> So, so, so they, yeah, they, plot, they, plot they, was yeah. they, yeah, they, they, uh, they decide to, uh, cool their, cool their jets and cure what ails them by going to the mall. Brody decides to, and I mean, he has ulterior motives. He just wants to go like get more comics. Oh yeah. Like the, the selfishness is clearly there. He's like, yeah, like I'm here to get I'm, more. Co-. He even tells I'm, like, one I'm going to do that, what I'm going to do no matter what yeah, the fuck's going on I'm, today. So and now that you're single, I'm dragging you with me because we're boys yep. and I want to yep. do this and I need my boy with me. So they both go to the mall so let's which stop is, there and it yeah, is the, this is it is the most 90s mall you've oh, ever dude. seen yeah they even did Jeez. a good job with the uh, actually in those action figures i have all across over here they have reference to some of the made-up uh stores that kevin smith did in this movie but let's stop and let's talk about the fucking mall guys because <sighs> back in the 90s man that if you know was, you know was mm-hmm. so much fun, man. It was like when when Leaf got his license, I was like first place fi- we went fifteen. You could have ten bucks in your pocket. You could skis ten bucks for doing chores or whatever the fuck. We could go to the arcade. We could go to Taco Bell. And we could still see a fucking movie as a matinee. Yep. We would get there right when the mall opened too. So we go play our Mortal Kombat two. I think yes. was out then, or maybe Mortal Kombat three. Playing some yeah. arcade games. Go get our Taco Bell for lunch, and then go. 
catch like a one or two o'clock movie, it you smoke know, a bowl. Damn. Go smoke a bowl. <laughs> it was unbelievably nineties. But you like, also had like the record stores there. Uh, you know, you could go rifle through some CDs to see if there's yeah. anything. They had a used bin too that you could get stuff for cheap. Uh, well, that's where that's where the name the namesake of the title comes from, right? Like yep. there was we so that. much fr- free shit you could do. Like you could actually go there and hang out and spend no money. If right. you were broke, you just had the gas money to get there. You could go and get into all kinds of things. You could, like you said, you could go to um, one of the music stores. Like I don't know where it was. You know where you were where anyone watching this was was located you know you can put in the comments section if you want to where it was that you hang out what you look forward to but there was music stores there were arcades there were there were like just tons of places you could hang out and do nothing and you're you're actually given the opportunity you're fed a quote if you ever go into victoria's secret with a with a lady friend i don't know i've i've said before man this place is giving me a mean heart on <laughs> <laughs> or or also in our case fredericks of hollywood you oh, remember that dude, store yeah. oh my god well, I, I like that a little bit better because uh, i think they were a little trampier a little they were dude oh, they, were. they were like the, they were like the hustler they were the hustler like if if, if uh <laughs> victoria's secret was playboy like like fredericks of hollywood was hustler god yeah. so so were, like it was well, the one well, that Tammy Lynn's there. Oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> like I, I went and uh, you had the music store. You also had the video game stores. So for us, we had electronic boutique software, etc. Uh, yeah. They would usually have a game out you could play, or maybe a couple games you could play. What was uh, the cool one? Uh, oh, Fye for yeah. your entertainment. Fye was a good one. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember some of the other ones. Remember we had Camelot music for a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's the last one of Camelot. So um, you could flip through the electronic gaming monthlies and read, like you know what I mean, some of the magazines. And you'd become and, friends with like the like it's you know you'd become friends with the dudes there. So like they would tell you yeah. what games are coming out, when they're coming out. Like remember they have yeah, the dude. Where you, can rush, you can rush up there and get your copy of the X Men Sega Genesis game <laughs> just before your power goes out. And you can't play it. You can't play. <laughs> Sorry, Shadwick. Uh, it was damn, amazing. No, damn Blizzard of '93. <laughs> so, but that's like this. Anytime I go back and watch this, though, all of those memories like flood back. Like the the conversation too they have about the uh, cookie stand being part of the food court or not being part Brilliant. of the food court. Like, Brilliant. but it's a it's a true like argument too because yeah. like when you went throughout the mall, there was like the food court. Yeah. And there was an autonomous stand for mid mall snacking somewhere else. So yeah, uh, outside of he, the food court. So he pulls he pulls that off, and you don't hate him. Yeah, but I mean, could you think of? It really reminds me of. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say who, but it's a a mother a mother and daughter, and the daughter will just like for no reason she will argue the most minute things. And it just drives me insane. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. sure. And but I mean, yeah. like that's what that's what this is. It's the pettiness, and that they're all they're both intelligent dudes. Yeah. And, but yeah. they're always right. And then so so, uh, Brody, you know, you get introduced to the Jay and Silent Bob again. So you see them. They're in front of which, by the way, I forgot. Remember when there were fucking pet stores in the mall? 
You could go to a pet store in the mall. Like they would have puppies that were probably My... bred at a fucking mill. Kitty, 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 kitty. Yeah, and they were all in there. And I can tell you right now, watching watching this with my wife, who is significantly younger than I was, was immediately like, I want to go shopping here. Like, I, <laughs> like, she immediately wanted to go. Like, all of the clothing stores and the pet stores. She actually used to work at one of those pet stores oh, before man. she started working at one of the, like, knockoff jewelry stores right. that they have there. Jeez. Like, yeah. She was, so she was... A mall rat, a lot of, in a lot of ways, like towards the end. Did she, and, ever, did she ever have a man in a Batman helmet bust through the wall while she was changing clothes? <laughs> yeah, with her tits out. She never did. She that. never did. I'm sure there was men in her you life who probably. <laughs> you fucker! Yeah. God, I love her. I, don't, I loved too. her from Dazed and Confused and this and. Just give Dude. me all of that, please. <laughs> with and the scores, and, and then Kevin Smith. Go so far as to paint the picture of finger cuffs in your head. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Kevin Smith. Yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Um, but the, what you're talking about, though, with the, with the conversations, like in the, the, it's really, to me, it's really Quentin, Tier, Tar, Quentin Tarantino-esque, too, because yeah. he's really good. If you've ever seen Quentin Tarantino films, he's excellent at, at dialogue, man. That's probably one of the best things that he forth, does. Man, back and forth, yeah. banter. And that's to an, me, at this a high has, intellect level is fucking yeah. hard to write and but when yes. it's done well with when it's written and to shadwick's point when it's acted correctly with the correct inflections yes. and timing it can't be beaten in my book it, like it's it can't be and the cooking stand argument about you know <laughs> is 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 the quintessential to me it's one of the arguments you have when you're when no one's listening it's yeah. like one of those asinine it doesn't mean anything it doesn't even it's not even integral to the plot of nope. the film. It's just yeah, a it's, conversation between two dudes who are just sitting there as an aside. It doesn't advance the plot. It's just a conversation. We used to it's have one of the realest same things. arguments on your fucking porch when we were kids. Like yes. arguments about dumb shit that didn't matter, but it's just us. Like we're right. just this this doesn't hold the, the same importance as like could Lois carry Superman's baby? <laughs> no, no, it's a uniquely nerdy why, argument. Why not? It's bound to come up. <laughs> it's eventually correct. Also, how many times have we used that? Like, couldn't he? That would, yeah, he would have to use a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Like we we said that. I guarantee he blows a load like a shotgun right through her back. <laughs> this is such a visual, like. So, um, I do think what was really funny about that, uh, that article, cause they, they get to the mall and of course, like the game show is being filmed at the mall. So now they're mm-hmm. going to, they're going to hire the, uh, Jay and silent Bob to take this thing out. Uh, and then you get introduced to LaFleur's. He doesn't know who LaFleur's is. Um, <laughs> played, who? played by Sven. Hold on. Oh, is some, uh, yes. Sven, Sven Ol Thorson. Yep. Who was a bodybuilder, mm-hmm. a black belt, yep. a champion uh, power lifter. Mm-hmm. More importantly, friends with Arnold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was one and of Arnold's boys. So I didn't pick Amazing. up on it when I watched Mallrats. It was a rewatch of the running man. I was like, yep. Holy shit. That's LaFour's. And I didn't pick it up. And you told me, and then I watched, I went back and watched for a man. I was like, Holy shit. Also, it isn't much we, we can't watch a Packers game without saying it. Yeah. He doesn't know who LaFour's is. 
So in the, so in this part of the movie, we basically meet multiple characters, like you said. We meet, of course, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, the, who uh, Brody hires, I guess you'd say, or influences um, to to destroy the dating show that's happening at the mall. Who, of course. We won't do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, TS's girlfriend is acting in. He wants it destroyed so that if he, of course, can get back, get a chance to talk to her, get back with her, Just and of course, propose her. And how, how, Lee, do, do they know where the, the pen was? Dude, because they got the plants from some foolish carpenter that just like <laughs> they stole the they stole the plants from this, a foolish carpenter, this bro. Foolish carpenter, you know. Yeah, and so uh, that's where the cartoony. Yeah, you start seeing these weird blueprint schematics that are yeah. just cartoon drawings yeah. of Jay and Silent Bob attempting to um, destroy the stage. Because no stage, no game show. So, no stage, no game show. Let's like, clearly that fucking shit when. Because is the first one the quarters in the sock or is the Batman one the first one? It's no, the quarters in the, the sock. sock. The quarters in the sock. Like you put a fucking roll of quarters and it's like you'll you'll kill somebody with that. Yes, that is a that is a blood force trauma <laughs> weapon that can cause lethal damage. And you just see Jay has got his sock off and he's pouring quarters like into yeah. it to give to Silent Bob to throw. And then, and then that, that little that, that little kid, kid comes up and, and gives yes, like, which is one of the Dude, leave! How many times did you like someone come up and leaves like <laughs> <laughs> so many times? So many times I do that to people and just people randomly, just be like, down and they flinch. Like... <laughs> yeah, just randomly. It's one of my favorite things to do when I was younger. <laughs> so Silent Bomb pisses a kid off and he ruins their first attempt to destroy the stage by just rolling a fucking like, truck. Yeah, just real... like a cart. So Try. cartoony, but so good. Like just, just so goofy. Hey, we and did, of course, we did skip over um, his. Uh, my Brody's running into Ben Affleck's Shannon. Oh the yeah, asshole from Fashionable Mill. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we're gonna talk. Yeah, more about him. But yeah, because he in, is. They bump into him early on, but like. So There's they, reoccurring characters. Yeah, like well, it's just a little foreshadowing. But so yes. like the the, the quarters the quarter shit is is foiled. And then after the quarter shit is foiled, uh, is this shortly after? Is this when we meet Trish the Dish? Yeah, yeah. Nobody, that, calls, that her. Is, no, nobody calls her that. They have the cookie store <laughs> argument, and then immediately uh, after that, they they see uh, Trish the also Dish. Also, another is... favorite of Leaf uh, because <laughs> of this movie. When someone was holding something like out in front of them, you always slap it fucking out of them. And a quick sidebar to this story that I know Lee's going to love me telling. So Please don't do this. We used to work in the movie theater. And so Lee. I'm going uh, to. So, so one of our old uh, employees, I don't know if she was dating one of our friends or not, but she came over with her friend and she was going to watch a movie. So we let her in for free. And the whole thing was like, if you bring your own bag and like a container for like Coke, you, we'll get it to you for free if we knew you. As right? long as you're an employee, right? right? So, yeah. so the, we hook her up, and Leaf Leaf uh, gets dared by one of our friends uh, to knock said popcorn <laughs> out of her hand, which is a large popcorn. So much so that, it, and I'm like, I was like, someone's got to fucking clean it up. So our friend goes to get a broom and dustpan. So he's standing next to Leaf with the broom and dustpan as the girl walks up and Leaf's like, 
hey, let me holler at you about your friend. Acting like he's interested in the friend that she's with. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she like gets closer. And he knocks the popcorn out of her hand. It spills everywhere. She I mean, immediately starts crying and runs into the movie theater. It's awful. We had to go in there, bring her new popcorn. Coke apologized. Like, she was in, like, tears. Like... She was humiliated. Like, I mean, the popcorn goes flying everywhere. And she goes, you fucking asshole. And she's, yeah. like, got tears streaming down her face. Yeah, she runs into the theater. And I was like, I was like, dead gummit. I was like, it was, but here's the thing. As Chris said, it was free. There was no reason to act like that. So I fill the thing. I get her a new bucket, a brand new thing. We fill all the back up. I I bring it in there to her. He apologizes. I'm, like, and- I'm like, come here, man. And she comes <laughs> over and she's like, you humiliated me. And I was just like, why? It was fucking free. And I was like, here, man, we if, like, here's if more had, pop. If you had knocked it out of her hand a second time. <laughs> I felt we, so bad. We dude. did talk. Actually, our friend that originally suggested it did suggest yes. the second knockout of the hand. Yeah, uh, he was we, like, "When we, you we... hand it to her, smack it out of her hand again." <laughs> but it, it, being that it was in a crowded theater, I was uh, interrupting the movie to bring it to her. We wait. made up. We're still friends to this very day. She forgave me. It was, it was so she was humiliated, funny, but it was so still funny. I don't care. There's very few. There's there's comedy one that day. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so uh, We've done some shit. Yeah, we've, we've done, done some shit. shit. So anyway, they meet Trish the Dish, and he slaps the fucking book out of her hand. So uh, Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> and then you Just find to be out the dick he is. That she's so, like, what, so, 15? Yeah, so Trish is 15, and she's got an advance from a, a publishing company about uh, sex in the 90s, uh, a guide to men's, what is it? Sexual prowess. Yeah, it's like, but it's about the boring yeah. male or something like yeah. that. The like, boring yeah. male libido or some yeah. shit like yeah. that. Yeah. So it's so, like, yeah, it's so a sex book. Yeah, she's keeping a sex journal of all these people, all these guys of different ages. Um, what but they she's, do, what do they, they she do got a $20,000 advance just on one part of it. That wasn't even like the full advance like she got from everything. It was like one chapter. She got like twenty grand or some shit. Yeah. So, and the twist we is, out, we find out that her last night subject was Ben Affleck from Fashionable Male. Yes, and, and Brody, like you, they've already had their little run in. He's like, "Holy shit, you slept with that asshole!" Yes. <laughs> so she tells him like he really hates him. He's like, "Oh, he's talking about me during sex." Yeah, he's like, "Tell me, you got him? You recorded him saying that?" <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, she records her victims. I guess you would say because I don't know if we mentioned this, but she is she is disgustingly underage. Yeah, like, like fifteen. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know if this is a thing in the nineties. I cannot remember, but like this is not such a taboo subject. The Epstein list hadn't dropped at this <laughs> yeah, point this in time. Was definitely, uh, this is actually probably happened a lot. I mean, like I remember freshman in high school hooking up with dudes yeah. in college all the time like it's kind of yeah. a normal last thing but uh, i guess i guess it may have been but like i don't i don't remember but i but in this but in the film yeah and they're like they're like well they mentioned the legality of it in 
in the movie because like because brody's like so how like what are you going to do like when you release this thing to the controversy and she's like i'm gonna wait till i'm 18 to avoid any of the controversy yeah, to right. release yeah. it but she is sleeping with men older men different ages yeah of different ages and calculating and uh, all of the data <laughs> about men's sexual prowess and ability and what they're into and all this shit call like, me donnie <laughs> please don't go girl um, so don't so, go loose. Yeah. So anyway, you you find you find out uh you know, so you the hate is building between these two. Uh which then yeah, you ben find Affleck out that, Yeah, that that he's uh that uh, Ben Affleck's character uh Shannon is actually dating Brenda. Uh they're hitting on her at least or on her, at least. her. They're on a they're on a I think it's like a half ass date cuz I think he's yeah. supposed to be at work or something. Oh, like a like a day date. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. you you find that out cuz like that's that's actually I think you have another uh forwarded attempt uh cuz all the lunchbox here is a walking calamity. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they try. So yeah, flashes after this scene. They like yeah, and that they, they he finds out the fashionable male asshole played by Ben Affleck is trying to bang his his girl. It we get another attempt to destroy the stage by Jay and Silent Bob, <laughs> which is this the Batman one. one but this one, this nice. is the Batman one. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. The Shadwick's got to be Shadwick's favorite. Like and all of these are just like a lot of these are like pop. There's so many pop culture oh, yeah, the, references. The wings at this spread and then he's flying through and he misses. It's got the music. You, yeah, you got the pin. If you pull the pin, the biggity bam, no more thing <laughs> show. So, so yeah, so they've got you've got uh, your your actual first gratuitous scene of the boobage. film too of boobage. So this is our first um, uh, smarter Porky's. We've gotten the smarter thing throughout this. This is our first. Porky's part. Porky's-esque moment. Which, if anyone hasn't seen Porky's, I don't know how you could ever fucking compare these two movies. I don't... uh, They're nothing alike, dude. dude, I'm sorry. I think, like, what Universal was saying was there was a gaping hole for, like, skin flicks in the 90s. There weren't those skin flicks anymore like there were in the 70s and 80s. And so, like, I think they were trying to bring it back, and it just... Well, because 90s movies were better? Yeah, and I mean, even American yes. Pie kind of brought it back a little bit, I guess, here and there, but not a really. A little bit. Like, you know, American be... Pie was closer to the Porky's movie than Mallrats was. Oh, Mallrats sure. is too clever, man. Dude, that's yeah. what that's I mean. That's the thing about it. I think that's one reason it probably didn't do as well in the theaters as something like American Pie, because like, like Mallrats was a smarter movie. When you have writing like this, like you really – I mean – loyal as dogs but you shrink your fucking demo because uh, because you got to be into this type of movie and this kind of humor and you got to understand this kind of humor yeah you gotta be be smart enough to follow it you can't be like oh titties exactly which is why i think it popped off so hard in the dvd sales because when people got alone with the movie when they weren't just in the movie theater with their with their arm around their girl looking for a quick laugh, you know, a quick mm-hmm. titty, a quick bit of in for entertainment, which is Marats is far from that. This is a rewatchable movie, which if you haven't seen it, you you're you're ruining your life if you haven't seen <laughs> it. I, I've watched it twice in the past two days. Yeah, I watched it's, I watched it, it is, just today, like just so it would be fresh on my mind. But I watched it three weeks ago before this, just on yes. my own. Yeah. Yes, and I and I like American Pie again, but it's not as rewatchable as something like Mallrats because Mallrats is just on an intellectual level so much more entertaining on multiple levels than I saw a titty 
Or yep. I saw a dude stick his dick in a pie. Wait a second, aren't you that guy that fucked the pie? And yeah. those like kind of one-off jokes. Like there's yes. a lot more being done and said in Mallrats. And I think people finally started to appreciate that when you got alone with the movie. Like you started well, to realize, yo, and then this like is so clerks, funny. Clerks two, suck me beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> suck me beautiful. Like clerks two, I think that, did pretty that never well. Worked, in the, they went. I think clerks two did pretty well in the box office. And yeah. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back did. They all did better than this in the box office. So it started to catch. You know, obviously Dogma did really well. Like so, I mean, he started getting, you know, mm-hmm. his audience out there, and they started watching this. I just it just wasn't yeah. ready yet. Uh, which. Unless things have changed, um, I think Dogma is still wrapped up in like. Some yeah, man, I had studio. to buy a fucking bootlegged DVD yeah. or not bootleg, but it was an actual DVD copy. But I paid. It came down to twenty dollars, and I bought it at twenty dollars. Why? Used let's because- start. Let's start a petition right here, everybody. Like and subscribe. Um, We'll, we'll put a free a dogma, together. man. So it's yeah, under the studio has it in litigation, basically. Yeah. So it was under the Epstein or not Epstein. It was under the Weinstein <laughs> uh, litigation of price. movies. So like, okay, you see like Weinstein's name at a lot of. Uh, I mean, he was names from the beginning of a shit ton of movies, right? But so yeah. like, for whatever reason, that's not. It's like cause, so Kevin Smith doesn't own it and can't get hold of it because it's tied up in this litigation. So it they can't all, be on any offer, streaming service. They you offer to sell it to it. him. On the streaming service, I, I believe they offered to sell it to Kevin Smith, but a, an astronomical. Oh, rate. I'm sure. Yeah, they're not going to do it for, for like, so because fuck them, fuck critics, they can kiss my whole asshole. Mm. Um, so like, but it, you have like, I think that the problem is, uh, because in that litigation, like normally you can't find something streaming. Last resort, everything you can buy online, like right, you can right. buy it, you can buy it on like. Amazon or on Apple TV or whatever, they'll have it. It may cost you sponsor our podcast. Yeah, sponsor our podcast. But it may, <laughs> you know, you can buy it, but you can't buy Dogma. You can't find that shit anywhere. It's nothing. Not on TV, not on any streaming, wow. nowhere. So I bought it on DVD in yeah, the was, chance that it's what moonlighting was until about six months ago. What? <laughs> the old, the old, uh, Bruce Willis and Bruce Stable Willis and Yeah, no, I remember yeah. Moonlighting. Was it caught up in litigation too? I don't know if it was litigation, but I, it was something about ABC Studios owned it and just wouldn't release it. Gosh, it's kind of like moonlighting, isn't it? Yeah. My favorite lines. Yeah, from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> All right, man, so right, let's back get back it. on track. Um, <laughs> so we get the we get the failed stage, and then... Uh, the failed stage attempt, yeah. I think this is when, uh, you know, Brody throughout this has run into... Uh, you know, Renee, I think her actually yeah, his girlfriend. Actually, her name is is Renee. I keep calling her Brenda. Hey, um, so, yeah. uh, real quick. So when uh, Jay and Silent Bob they're uh, running away from Lafour's, they go and hide behind the table where T.S. and Brody are sitting, and Jay says, "Damn, that dude's faster than Walt Flanagan's dog." <laughs> Who? So I say that because Walt Flanagan is a real person. He owns the comic book store uh, where Kevin Smith went when he was a kid. Uh, they were friends, um, and he—he's in this he movie has twice. A small, he has a small cameo. Yeah, yeah, two small cameos. Um, the most recognizable is at the comic book store, right? Or, or he's the one that's like, "Tell him, Steve, Dave." Right, and the <laughs> the other one is when they're setting up the game show podium, 
but yeah. you were actually honestly until like hd 4k and all that shit like you really couldn't see it until you had like clarity in the screen now with such high definition you're like oh shit that dude's mm-hmm. faster than Walt Flanagan's dog. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so they actually have a show, I do believe, on their comics, uh, comic book guys or something like that. Like, yeah. uh, they had, like, mm-hmm. some, some show on network TV, I think. So I, good I, always, I always thought it was funny that, like, he used his real name as a reference in the film. The, the guy's in the movie. In the film, yeah. And then, I don't know if the story about his cousin, Walter, is, is supposed to be him also. <laughs> Also, I think that he was in Clerks 1, too. I may be wrong on this, but was um, Walt Flanagan the guy with the eggs in Clerks 1 that's, like, looking for the perfect egg or whatever, like the perfect dozen eggs yeah. or whatever the fuck? Um, anyway. Walter, Walter Flanagan evidently really did have a dog. Uh, he purchased a tiny puppy during filming and named it Brody. <laughs> and uh, nice. let it run around the closed mall set, and it's uh, in and in the empty parking lot where she ran around so fast she looked like a little hockey puck, quote nice. unquote. That is where Jay's comment comes from that someone was running around faster than Walt Flanagan's <laughs> dog. That's yeah. awesome, and it was just an inside joke, and Kevin decided to keep it. So you're so that you're right. He he had dual uh, dual roles in Clerks too. He was the woolen cap smoker. And the Eggman. Gotcha. So, anyway, so Kevin Smith, I think, again, I think that this is where the, you know, Universal was, like, trying to kick Jason Mewes out, uh, maybe, because I think that it was starting to become, hey, this is, like, the Kevin Smith's Friends show, and maybe that was part of it. I don't fucking know. Also, what I've learned, I have what, I do know this for a fact, uh, that in my lifetime I've learned that movie executives don't know what the fuck anything is in real life, and uh, they're awful, awful human beings most of the time. So uh, I know that for a fact. So sticking by those guns. <laughs> so, that is a they, safe, they sure, safe bet. They sure can ruin a movie. Yep, absolutely, man. So uh, all right, so we jump back. Is this uh, is this where we get to the elevator scene? Uh, yes. So the elevator scene happens where uh, Jason Lee, uh, Brody, and Renee, they kind of, mm-hmm. T.S., as a boy will do, runs the fucking interference, as we've done many a times at parties, me and Leaf. Uh, many run interference on whoever may be the gatekeeper, and then uh, let the other guy go in, pull the goalie, and let's see what happens. So uh, mm-hmm. anyways, it happens. So he bangs her in the uh, elevator. Yeah. And then Brody, yeah. I want bangs you to his when I got uh, divorced from my ex, I played that little clip of him dancing his his uh, his post coitus dance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, passionate, passionate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like I not only like posted that on all my social media, but just ran it constantly in my head for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's the victory day. dance. That's it the champagne of victory. We've all felt like that. We've yeah, all felt like that. Man. So, so he does this, and then so Ben Affleck's character is gonna fucking Shannon's gonna kill him, and so he ends up uh, finally get catching up to him, right? Uh, Alone in the back alleys of the mall, which I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. have ever. I've been privileged to go back there a few times to just. I never Looks worked sh- at the mall, but had some friends that did, especially at the movie theater. There's these yeah, corridors. Like that. I had to go through one time. I um, actually got locked in the mall. Oh, Jesus. Like, like it closed. And, uh, like, I don't know. I just, you know, by a couple of minutes missed, like, the gate came down on 
whatever department store I came in. Yeah. So uh, the security guard <laughs> like, you at- security guard's like, uh, everything's closed, man. You have to go out this way. Yeah. You know, it's like I- concrete block walls. Yep, absolutely. Yes. Uh, and they go mm-hmm. behind like all the stores and shit. And so uh, that's where uh, Shannon catches up to Brody. Gives him a couple socks in the stomach. Uh, Works him over pretty good. And then and then Jay and Silent Bob find him. And what do they say happened to him? <laughs> Dude, he tell for some reason, for no reason, as far as I could tell, Brody says the Easter Bunny fucked him up. <laughs> Fucking kidding, Easter Bunny did this? All I said was the Easter Bunny at the Menlo Park Mall was more convincing. He just jumped the railing and knocked me down. Well, don't, don't forget um, Shannon or... Ben Affleck's notorious plan, his nefarious plan. Oh, nefarious oh plan. yes, the most uncomfortable of places. Yeah, he likes he likes to take uh, women that are just out of relationships and use their oh, vulnerabilities to fuck them in an uncomfortable place. The back of a Volkswagen. Like the backs of a Volkswagen. Like the back <laughs> of a Volkswagen. Somewhere women tread. <laughs> that's like that's so so funny though. Like that that running joke keeps happening. The back. Everyone's always like the back of a Volkswagen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand. But so it is a, that is an uncomfortable place to be. For it instance, is, it is. So yeah, it is. anyway, so Jay and Silent Bob. What does he say that he thought that the other the other Easter Bunny was more convincing <laughs> the other ball? And then Jay and Silent Bob, like you know, he's fucking dead or whatever. And they just like go off. And you don't think pissed. anything of it. Like, no. So he's beat up. You're like thinking like, okay, is he? How's he going to get her back? They're, <laughs> just, they're mad. They're mad like the respect guys. Yeah, and, uh, respect. Uh, yeah, he's, he's fucking, fucking dead. dead. Yeah, it's just so. He, what was what this little boy's name? So he, it just cuts, and it's one of me and Leafs. Like we've seen this movie together a bazillion times, and when it cuts to that Easter Bunny scene, like the line that gets me is, "What the hell is this?" The little girl, Papa Easter Bunny, Papa Easter Bunny. <laughs> She's so cute. And then Jalen saw Bob show up, and then just the scene is them pushing kids, and it's this ominous music, and they're wearing yeah. black and trench coats, Dude, and it's yes. just the creepiest thing ever. And so they confront the Easter Bunny and beat the ever living shit out of the poor oh, bastard. God, and as is. they're beating him, it, it, like Jay is like, "This one's for Brody." This one's for Brody, which we've used so many times another line that we've used like when we're acting like we're beating somebody up or doing some shit we're like this one's for brody like so many lines in this are used over and over again by us but so so after the easter bunny with this is another thing too i realized about this movie yes i remember the lines more than i remember the order of the lines because we've used the lines so many times like i know the plot like i know i can tell you what happens but I get it out of order because, like, one mm. scene that I talk about will remind me of another line, and that leads me to another scene, and then that'll lead me to mm-hmm. another line, and then, like, yep. yeah. you can just get lost because of that. So, like, it is, it is kind of filmed that way now that you mention it, though, because, like, there is some, there, there are so many, like, subplots going on. Like, we already at this point in the film, like, we're moving along with the plot, but we already skipped over the point where they find out Stan Lee is going to be signing autographs right. in the mall. Yeah. There's just, there actually is just too much in in the film going on and there's so many different subplots right and that actually has an influence on the plot there too right. Scott Red. Being, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell oh, Steve, an, Dave. <laughs> so, so many like quotable dude, lines leaf we used we actually we worked with a dude at the movie theater we named him one side red 
<laughs> because of this movie. That was He's his name because of guy. this movie. And we called him yes. One Side Red. We called him One was... Side Red. And, and little known fact, he was in F&A for the, the very beginning as That's well. Right. Yeah. Because he was a trumpet player. Was he yeah. not? Yeah, he was a horn player. Dude I, was, was I, just, I, just I think he was a horn player. I just giggled like a little girl when you said that. Dude, <laughs> we, we did. That, man. Like, because we all had nicknames, right? Like, I was Doc, Doc X. Uh, Chris was Tony Marinara. Gibby was Gibby, <laughs> Gibby the Bunny. Yeah. yeah, like, uh, Ronnie was Particle Man, and this guy's name was One Side, One Side Red. Red. <laughs> yeah, we also had we also had Big Beautiful Bastard. Oh, yeah. Remember, yeah, yep. <laughs> remember right. him? Dude, there was, there was so many, and we all had nicknames, like, in, and we came. We so, were geniuses. Still, we are. were <laughs> just holding on to that. But we were we were theater rats. We we're mall rats. But yeah. this this so much of this movie reminds me of my childhood because yeah, like it influenced it influenced <laughs> a bunch of well, not even childhood, young adulthood. I yeah, should say that's like when we were kind of coming to our own. But so I mean, yeah, from that age, I mean, that's our early twenties. That's how much of an influence this thing had that early that we were yeah. that because he used that one side red. Kevin Smith's used that. That and uh, you know, you have uh, Ethan. How do you pronounce his last name? That was uh, Supley. Yeah. So when he was yeah. in, uh, you know, he can't see the 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 three D picture, which was a big. We also skipped over. Yes. Yeah. But like he can't you see, see it that. Too? Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> evidently, evidently, nerds have actually like uh, frozen that scene, used Photoshop manipulation, I've and there is there is there, there is nothing in yeah, that there's image nothing in there that I can yeah. see. I, I used to be able to see those too. To, to Chris's point, yeah. I thought when uh, when it was on HD, I was like, I'm gonna be able to see it, but yeah, I don't think there you is can't anything. you can't because yeah, according to this, I, there is actually not a not there's nothing in the image. What, it's what not would be one hilarious of those. Is if it if it was mermaids doing some lesbian shit, <laughs> big titty mermaids, you see the fatty boombatty blunt, <laughs> see some sailboats, some of the big titty mermaids doing some of that lesbian shit. Lesbian shit. <laughs> <laughs> one of my Stop, man! But so you gotta, we gotta break this here. You gotta tell the fucking Stan Lee story, Shadwick, because you sent me the article. So how Kevin Smith actually landed Stan Lee for this fucking movie? Oh, I don't know. I didn't read it. <laughs> anyway, no, you had a, I, I, I just very quickly like went over it. But. Same here. But anyway, so he had a friend. He had a, a friend that that the new Stanley and converse with him regularly uh, said that he had written him in this movie and he was like, no, like I'll definitely reach out to him. And as soon as he did, Stanley was like, yeah, man, like, give me a call. I want to talk to this guy. And Kevin Smith's like, holy shit. Uh, which just goes to show like like, uh, anime eyes. Like, yeah. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and uh, (laughs) so like, so he talks to him and this is like, I thought this was really cool. Uh, kind of an insight to stanley which i've always heard great things about stanley people always. that have met him uh mm-hmm. but stanley's only problem was that he said at the end of the dot the dialogue's fine but he needs to make sure that it's a joke that or a story he made up because of his wife he didn't want people to think in real life that there was another woman outside of his wife <laughs> like even though he's basically playing a character of himself in this movie he was that like devoted to his wife that he just said, yeah. and of course Kevin he didn't Smith's want like whatever the fuck you want, man. You're Stan Dude, what, Lee. We'll rewrite like, the whole script for I, you. I heard that uh, 
he and Mick Jagger were neck and neck on how many women. <laughs> last, well, last, last, last I heard, he was way ahead. He was way ahead. Damn, that's hot. Damn. <laughs> he's just so. Well, he, even, even Stan Lee's delivery, where he's like, of course, the Green Goblin showed up and pumpkin bombed the hell out of the place. Yeah, I know. Like, everything he says, yeah. he, he does the same inflection when he tells the Mick Jagger line, too. Yeah. Like where he gives that that comedic inflection or whatever, but yeah. he just it's it just so funny to me that it's like it's freaking Stanley, and I think that's one of the first movies that Stanley acted in. Um, you know, he went on to have like Probably. cameos and all the Marvel stuff. Uh, yeah, like, I don't think, bef- yeah, before that, I don't think he had ever appeared on camera. But to so my like, it's either. just so funny to me that like they they did all this, and you know, Brody's freaking out, and so now he's like. After he's talked to Stanley and all his questions, so to think is his like dork made out of like <laughs> Orchard Rock? <laughs> and he does fantastic. There's a whole body stretch. It's all Later about on, their dicks. Later <laughs> on, Stanley's like, I think he has a problem with superhero <laughs> sex organs. You might want to get him some. You help. might want to get and, him and, some. And, and PS just nods like, yeah, I mm. know. It's so it's so funny, but you're absolutely right. Like it just goes to show what what an upstanding like like character like Stanley. Had. I thought that was like, cool. He was uh, yeah, that, that he wanted to he wanted to just change that one little bit, and then you know that he says I made up some stuff about blah 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 is his line after that because the other dialogue was yeah. already written. He just wanted that so there would be no question. It of, wouldn't like, disrespect there was a woman before his, his wife. wife. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I believe this leads into them uh, getting busted, uh, right, by the, uh, like, when they he's going to go talk to, uh, what's his, uh, Brandy's Mr. Svenning. Yeah, then, he uh, runs. Brody's going to stink palm him. <laughs> and that's, yes. uh, he he talks to he talks to Brandy's dad and tries to reason with him, even though he's angry, he has it out. He's basically like, hey, you did this. You basically did this to break us up. And, you know, Brandy's dad, uh, Michael Rooker, is like, not only did I do it, it's like one of the most proudest moments of my <laughs> yeah, life. He's like just like, leaning I'm, into it. Like, yeah, he doesn't like, he was like, you're too, you're not good enough for my daughter. He flat out tells him and has it out. And yeah. as the tale of the two boys keeps going on, what does old Brody do? He takes his at, his hand and he puts it in between the crack of his ass. Ooh. You, you gotta stick it to him, yeah, and so and then he rubs it on these chocolate pretzels, shakes his hand real hard, checks his ring out, smears the pretzel on his hand so he has to eat it, and they have that fucking close up of him like, it's so like, nice. This is my this is my sister's favorite part for some reason. I don't know why my sister loves the part where he's licking his fingers because the chocolate's melted on there. Yeah. He's just like. Like, like it, tasting every it really, finger. It really is disgusting. And this is also another ready. line that like we would talk about something and it would be like, damn, is it exquisite. They're tad melty, <laughs> but damn, is it exquisite. Like, Hey, no. hey, Stan Lee, actually his first on-screen credit. Okay. Is, it's actually uncredited. He is the jury foreman in The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Oh, really? In, in the Lou Ferrigno Incredible yeah. Hulk? Yeah, one. No way, dude. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was the movie with uh, Incredible Hulk and. Does he have lines? Daredevil. (laughs) So, so, so now they after this happens, uh, Mr. Spinning has him arrested. uh, Yes, kicked off site, and this is when Jane, Silent Bob make the heroic save to old uh, Lafleur's good old Mm -hmm. Arnold's Arnold's buddy gets whacked in the back of the head. 
Dude, he gets his skull cracked by a baseball Which also, bat. yeah, with a baseball bat, they fucking run. So then they go to a different oh, mall. Oh, son of Joel. Yeah. Kneel before his heart. <laughs> what is that from? Superman 2. Superman okay. 2. All right. Yeah. All right. I the knew Christopher, you guys were there. Yeah, the, the, uh, the Christopher Reeves classic Superman 2. So they two. go from that yeah, quote. Terrence Stamp was, was Zod. Yeah. So and he had some absolutely. great lines like, why do you say this to me? You know I'll kill you for it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so you have the Superman 2 line that leads you into the chase, which is great, too, because Jay's like, yeah, like the three stages <laughs> shit. Like, and he runs into, yeah, runs into the corner, which is another one. Which I know it's a Batman line, but I used to always quote it from Mallrats when I'd be like, where do you get those wonderful toys? Like because his, to- his toys are more realistic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a vibrating finger. Yeah. Yeah. It's just he pulls it out and he's <laughs> like, like the comedic relief of that shit. Like, oh, he pulls, he pulls out a blow up doll. Yeah, <laughs> an entire blow up doll out of his yeah. pants, which it's is so which cartoony is, and Bugs Bunny kind of, shit. That kind of reminds me of like. Uh, uh, like the Batman 1966, where like he would have everything you could ever think of would come out of his belt, oh, yeah. like like yeah, at shark repellent. Dude, <laughs> he had he had everything on the utility belt. They use it as a plot device to yeah. basically get him out of anything that he yep. that he needed but, to get out of. No, you know what? You're right though, Chris. It is like a cartoon where like they would like pull a mallet out from behind him. Yep, exactly. Like, like four times as, as big as their body. Dude, they, yeah. so they get away. They 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 zip up, and then Lafleur's can't find him because he's got to go find his buddy Arnold. They got to go fucking lift weights in the gym you know somewhere. Who Lafleur's is? <laughs> he doesn't I know who Lafleur's is. <laughs> so then they go to this second-rate mall, which we all know in Chattanooga was Northgate Mall or probably Eastgate Mall uh, before it was shut down. I would say yeah, it was closer to Eastgate Mall. So yeah. Eastgate yeah. Mall is sure a here. shitty place in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I think it still exists, kind of, sorta. But uh, anyway, so they go to this shitting mall. You know, the comics don't Oh, have... but you know what was outside of, of Eastgate? Was Lionel that? Playworld. Oh, it was. Oh, right. Lionel's Playworld was. Yeah. Bitchin' that? They had a kangaroo instead of a trap. All right. <laughs> they had a kangaroo instead of. I, I think that was important to mention because Shadwick was like Lionel Toys, and I was about to be like, not to be confused with KB Toys or yeah, Toys dude. R Us. Wow. Which we did it. have one of those in our mall. Yeah, yep, K- yep. we had a KB toys in our mall. Yep. So, so, so they go to this like shitty mall. The shitty mall has you know the comics are not properly taken care of, which Bernie right. takes a shot at them. It's a flea market, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's it in is. essence a flea market. And then you yeah. find the the lovely lady that's gonna send them back on their rightful hero's journey. She's the she's the oracle of the film that Man, that sh- that. Sets them back on the right path. Which of, I of which right. I love about this scene is the uh, yeah fuck us the um the twist that Brody is the one that wants to go in there so fucking bad he doesn't even have yeah. any money of course <laughs> right. so he's like so T S is gonna have to pay for it he gets in there by the end of it T S is the one that like gets the knowledge and is like yes thank you so much like why aren't you doing this elsewhere Brody's like. Let me get out of here. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. What are we doing? She has like three fucking nipples. Like, he just low key wanted to see some breasts. And just like, he's just a dirty dog. But yeah, like, and so you're right. (laughs) You dirty dog. (laughs) So that you're right. They switch places by the end. Like, TS has actually got real knowledge despite the the third nipple titties. 
Which he didn't even notice. He was like, she had third. She had a third nipple. He's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) He's He's listening to her. He's listening to her advice. He's so fucking mad. And then, of course, like the the twist at the end. I forgot. I looked that actress up and she had been in a bunch of other stuff, but she did a great job, like great job of this scene. And then, but she mm-hmm. obviously the uh, or the Priscilla the Barnes is, is that her name? I think yeah. so. And, and I believe she, it is. The third yeah. nipple is uh, just a prop, uh, you know, that yeah. she just uses to. I guess I don't know. But you know, it kind of grosses me out a little bit that she puts it in her mouth. Yeah, me too. It kind of reminds me of that scene from The Goods when David Koechner has a stripper in his lap and she takes her heel. And she like starts sucking the heel of her like own, and then he's just like, "That's disgusting." He's like, David Kegner goes, "That's disgusting." Don't get me wrong, I have an erection. <laughs> God bless David Kegner. God bless. Yeah, yeah. Priscilla Priscilla Barnes as Ivana. Yeah, she does and a great job. Great job. This movie. If you're drunk enough, she kind of looks like Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, dude. She's... I think she's attractive, but even like. I don't know how old she was then, but like, man, yeah, she dropped some She's stage wisdom on me. I'd be game with it. After we digressed, we go back to three nippled woman gives them the advice. They're gonna have to go. They're they're gonna do their own scheme now. So they go back. Yes, and they have a, they now Jan Silent Bob are back on board. They're gonna help them. Uh, so what they're gonna do now is they're gonna infiltrate the show, and they're gonna be two contestants on the show. Yes, uh, this with, is the new plan. Right, the show the, can no longer be canceled, so now they're going to. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna. They're there's gonna that be the one guy that looks like uh, if you had ordered Anthony Kiedis on Wish, that's what showed up. He sounds like he sounds like he plays Dungeons and Dragons every weekend too. Uh, it's just that's my favorite part. Dudes, that then, that, that's a great line with Jay too. Or have a boner, fucking fart, or something. Have a boner, fucking fart. Which is also another line that Leaf has said a thousand times. When we'd be, up, be about to go on stage or some shit, Leaf would be like, "Man, I hope we don't pop a boner, or fucking fart, or something." <laughs> like, when we're about to go play a show or some shit. It's just so funny because it's like anytime. Hey, you guys know, like, like you guys knew each other a long time before before I came along, but it was it was uh, really helpful to me to uh, assimilate with you guys when I found out that you were also Marats fans. Because, oh yeah, man, dude, it helped. Like, yeah, because there yeah. were there's there's not a lot of people that like. Can quote this shit like we do. Yeah, we, we started it at uh, that tr- the truck company. Yeah, it, like, we did, and, and I mean, I just remember like it was like an instant, an instant connection. So I mean, I guess we kind of owed Kevin Smith a thanks, buddy. A debt of gratitude, bringing bring people together. Yeah, man. Yeah, bring, yeah. Teaching, teaching me some vocabulary and uh, bringing me Dude. into some friendships. So uh, thanks, Dude. man. <laughs> it's. It's just one of those movies, man. It's just it ca- <laughs> there's just so many captivating moments, and the thing about it is, is it, it's so identifiable to young adults. Like that, we've all had girlfriends. We've been in, in emotional turmoil, yep. and you know, there's just so many you know hats that you wear as a human being 
And the characters in this film are so relatable and identifiable. And by the time you're in your twenties and even in your thirties, you see like all these characters. You've met all. Yes, you've seen them all. You've seen LaForge. You've seen like Randy Smitty's dad. You've seen you know Willem. Willem is your buddy that you like. You're not close with necessarily, but like you know, just always. You know him. He's there in the background. Like you, you hope he's doing well. But like he's just a weirdo, dude. Like there's there's so many you know different people that you meet that just are yeah absolutely these characters. That reminds me. I need to text Ronnie and tell him not to do my shoulder workout. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, please, please don't injure any more of our friends. So, um, so so backstage, Jay takes care of business because all it took was a fatty boom batty blunt. And then uh, he knocked out Wish Anthony Kiedis and the other guy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so they take their place, which is when this scene when they're on stage and the the whole back and forth in the fucking game show is what Shadwick referenced earlier where he was belly laughing and his dad like walks in and it's like, turn that music down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I, Get a job. Yeah, I just remember this, this scene because uh, – because Brody's one-liners and his fucking back and forth is insane. Like, so, just, so there's supposed to be three guys. It's the dating two, sh- or what's yeah. this, What was the show called? Like, not this one, sure. but it's based off of whatever the fuck, the dating yeah. game, right? Yeah, yeah. So there, yeah. there's one There's one girl, and she doesn't see the, the three guys. She just asks them questions mm-hmm. um, through the curtain or whatever. But um, so two of the guys got knocked out, and... Brody and TS take their place. The third guy still goes on stage, not really understanding what's going on. Which is great, too, because the third guy is Gail Hicks from Clerks. So yes. he he shows up. So for people that had seen Clerks that went to watch this movie, it's a nice little wink and a nod uh, yes. on top of the Jay and Silent Bob throughout the movie. So I thought that was kind of cool. That he was and I did, here. and he plays himself like how are you supposed to appear today? Yeah, like, he he is absolutely all he Gail Hicks is all over this film, <laughs> and I did I did forget about yeah that there is that one drug scene because I mentioned before there's not as there's not a lot you know of of drug scenes, but this guy's like sort of like this straight edge like character. Yeah. And I don't know if he's late. Like, do you remember why he he doesn't partake in the he, drugs he, with no, James he shows up Ball? and He's just like. He's like, what happened to them? And then, like, so yeah, he, so, he's, so he shows he up doesn't, late. Yeah, so, so he shows up late, so he doesn't get into all the hijinks with Jan Silent Bob, which takes the other characters completely out and allows Brody and TS to to uh, take their place in the dating show. And yeah, I, I forgot, mm-hmm. I had forgot about that scene, but Gil Hicks is one of the ones who. Uh, who maintains and he's just and then, the and, nerdiest fucking guy. And then Brody just makes it his personal mitch, mission to just take this dude out. Him. Yeah, and like, he because I mean, Gail gives the if you've ever seen the the dating game, like it's people give these fucking generic that jackhammer line that yeah. he gives. Like, yeah, it's, it's such a like you always have dudes cheesy dudes like that on these shows. His kiss is like a jackhammer. He's in with a little pressure. A little pressure. when he's done. You're not the same. You're changed. <laughs> You're changed. <laughs> Where do you so, come up with this shit? It, um, even the lines are actually cringy. Like, yeah. it makes you feel just like, this is so bad. But even and, out of the gate, like, when he's like, uh, you know, T.S. isn't isn't the wittiest guy in the world, so he's just trying to get Brent, uh, 
Brandy back, and then they His ask him like, Mike. "Yeah," and she's like, "Suitor number two. and he's like, "Can you call me second suitor?" Because suitor number two sounds like a bathroom code, <laughs> like, like those little lines, like where he's just like, "She's like, Wait, what kind of noises do you make while making whoopee?" And he's like, "He tests some like fucking." Yeah, he goes, "What's whoopee?" She's like. You know, being intimate. What, like fucking? <laughs> and, the whole, and you even, it's cartoonish with the uh, the audience because they all like kind of go back with their heads like, <gasps> like yeah. Yeah, and it's He's it's like, important <laughs> to remember that this is being filmed. Oh, yeah, this is being live. filmed on cable TV. Yeah. Like evidently, this is going to be like aired. A new show, like, yeah, it's a like new a show. pilot. Like I don't know if it's live or not, but like it's supposed to be. It's going to air like on television, so yeah. it's supposed to be like family friendly. Um, another of course, Brody another is, favorite so. line of mine is like when uh, the host tries to tell him. Not tries to tell Brody not to interrupt, and he's like, Richard Donner, stay at the podium till it's time for the feud. Richard Dawson, Dawson, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, Richard Dawson, stay at the podium till it's time for the feud. Like, <laughs> Richard Donner, stay in your directing chair, yeah, stay in your directing chair, keep making those movies, yeah. <laughs> but who like, was also in uh, who was also in Running Man, right? Like, correct, was it Richard Dawson? Richard, Richard Dawson, the actual Richard Dawson, Dawson was, yeah, 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 yeah. This, yeah this real not, Richard, yeah, this, this guy was not Richard Dawson. This was yeah. not, yeah, correct, correct, correct. I was just, it just reminded me of that since y'all mentioned the Running, running Man. Man, dude. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of parallels between Walrus and Running Man. We're geniuses. We're gonna have to do that movie. Um, the movie was fucking great. So, sorry. I'm so sorry, anyway, man. so the the he the, had to split. <laughs> <laughs> so she dude. figures out. Gonna, she figures out it's them. I'm getting you hard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I've got a fucking. Se- I'm getting a fucking semi right now. He's dude. gonna pop like, a boner. Whatever fart, fart man. live on stream, dude. I mean, he's frightened, man. <laughs> Stop, bro. You're making me. You're making me nervous. Making me nervous. That's exactly what I hoped it was going to be. <laughs> so anyway, they they get they, the 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 show moves on. Uh, she figures out who they are. You have mm-hmm. the heart to heart from uh, Brody. And yeah. in the middle of this, you see, uh, or heart to heart from TS to Brandy, but in the middle of this, you see Brody. He's like waving because uh, uh, Trish the Dish has a videotape, which the whole side plot of this is J- or Silent Bob was going to uh, rig up a video cassette to go on like the big screen or whatever because did mm-hmm. he turn his mom's vibrator into a DVD player or some shit at, at the, the very fair? beginning they mentioned <laughs> that this is like this is the plot fi- like the plot layers of this film right <laughs> they mentioned that that okay Jay and Silent Bob are at the mall to uh, they're goofing off but eventually they're supposed to meet Trish the Dish because Silent Bob is an audio video technical genius Right. And he's going to help her with her study about having sex with random men. Seven, six. Yeah. He, and yeah, he won the eighth grade science fair by turning his mom's vibrator into a CD player with <laughs> chicken wire and shit. Some chicken wire and shit. That's what it was. Yeah. Evidently. And so, yeah, he uses these skills to rig up a, uh, a, a film scene. So, of course, um, like the conflict happening with him behind the stage <clears throat> is he's fallen the dvd or the vhs players is out Mm -hmm. of you know out of where she throws him the the tape or whatever right like he can't get it to put in the vcr and so then he starts he's been doing the fucking uh jedi mind trick throughout the movie 
Yeah, the whole time. Or, or Tron. Yeah, like, yeah Tron. He's mm, like, knock it yeah. off. Um, so <laughs> anyway, so the guy trying to see this fucking schooner <laughs> sailboat, he finally loses his mind, kicks it, starts Ethan running. Simply. Yeah, he fucking knocks it, uh, knocks the stage, which knocks the VHS. Oh, while this is going on, uh, Shannon from Fashionable Mail is about to go beat the absolute fuck out of Brody on stage. And then yes. they play the tape, and then Brody, it's him and uh, Trish the Dish, <laughs> Shannon Trish the Dish, with him doing New Kids on the Block references while he's having sex. Please it's don't go, girl. <laughs> it's a, it's a sex tape. Don't, don't make me go loose. Call me Don. <laughs> There's so many funny lines from that. There's like five seconds of this sex yeah. tape of Ben Affleck having sex with Trish the Dish, who, of course, as we established earlier, is 15 year old, 15 years old, wildly underage. Yeah, so he get, he gets her. They get, he gets they get, arrested. Yeah, they get so he gets arrested, which also is like, and then you know he gets back together. Yeah, Brody points it out to the cops. That girl's only 15 years old. Yeah. And then Affleck's like 15. Oh, I thought she was 36. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Bill's favorite line, though. Do you remember? As being arrested, the cops are like putting Ben Affleck's character in handcuffs, and he's like, come on, guys, tell me you wouldn't have banged her. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brody gets the one free shot, too. He's just like, they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's like, just one, and they're like, okay. <laughs> he gets yeah. a free fucking punch yeah, on Brody him. Brody gets a free, <laughs> slugs him and punches him in the stomach. Which leads they- to one of my favorite lines, too, is like, so after all this fucking shit clears up, the <laughs> <laughs> the, the show's a disaster, but the execs are like, damn, like Brody's got some talent. Goes up to him, they're like, hey, man, you were great tonight. You ever thought about hosting your own game show? Yeah. He's like, or yeah. your own show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, obviously. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> like that. I, was, I always a took classic. That. Dude, I took that away as like confidence. I was like, I'm gonna use that. If anybody ever comes up to me and says some shit like that, they haven't yet. But maybe one. And that day. was <laughs> that was totally in character. That's what I'm trying yep. to say. Is like that character was like who he unabashedly ashamed of who he was, no matter what. So when they asked him if he had thought about of like hosting his own game show or being a star, he was like, Yes, I have thought about yeah, that. Yeah, like, absolutely. absolutely. So, so <laughs> like. It's you, perfect. Yeah, it ties up. You have the happy endings or whatever. They do the post credits and actually set up Jay and Silent Bob strike back in this, like with the monkey at the end. It kind of, mm-hmm. which I don't think Jay and Silent Bob strike back came out for another seven or eight years, if I'm not Dude, mistaken. It was, it was uh, a very long time, yeah. But so they they foreshadow that they have the awesome song Suzanne by Weezer uh, mm-hmm. taking us out as it goes. Um, mm. but God bless, man. This movie was fucking incredible, and I still enjoy watching it to this day, which actually makes me realize that I forgot shit stuck in my head this week. There's so much <laughs> porn. What the hell are you doing looking at my private shit? What are you talking about? Private shit, Johnny? It was wide open. There were literally thousands of files here. Well, I've been meaning to clear some of that out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look at the organization here. Sometimes you want to see the tongue go the other you way. You want to see the tongue go the other way. Like, speaking of party humor, Jalen Silent Bob, which we won't, yeah, we can't even go into. Dude, sometimes you do want to see the tongue go the other direction. <laughs> you know, so hey, let's you, go ahead. What were you going to say about, or let's, let's just go over, let's hit up. Oh, you didn't know. Oh, you didn't know. So we kind of talked about this earlier uh, in our text <laughs> message. Favorite fucking line from Mallrats. The favorite line that you quote. 
And I thought long and hard about it, and I think I've already said it three times tonight, but any time I can catch you guys off guard with, damn, damn that's that hot. Pie. Damn, that's hot. <laughs> that's yeah. my favorite. Like so. That is that is an amazing go-to. That is an, am- <laughs> that is an amazing go-to. Shadwick, did you think about it? <sighs> thought about it. Still want to stab sure. her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought about it, and... There's a lot of like obvious choices. One that does it have to be one that I use a lot? Just one that you quote. Favorite one to quote, I, I believe is how I phrased it. I asked it, and I I'm playing the role of the concerned guy. <laughs> I know exactly when you use that too, and that was an incredible moment in your life. <laughs> I'm playing the role of the concerned guy. That's he an excellent quote. Used that. He legit used that, and it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> Leaf, a hundred percent, without a shadow of a doubt. We mentioned it earlier on. We've gone through so many quotes; everyone's long forgotten it. My favorite quote, by far, that I use more than anything else is, "Well, if it isn't the Mon- mad fat oh. chick killer himself, <laughs> Mon Frere." <laughs> that is the one I use more than any other to like address all of my friends, and you have all heard it. Yeah, As I've addressed it to times, you, man. that is how I, when I see someone, anyone come up, it's one of the first things that pops <laughs> in my mind because that's you, like yep. in, in, in mall rats, they're like coming up on, you know you what I mean? Say, like you always say either, well, if it isn't mom frere or there he is, yeah, the fat chick. The, yeah. So. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I, sometimes I mix them up. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. This is the mad fat chick killer himself. Yeah. Like, so, I say both of we those. Gotta, we got to throw some some honorable mentions out because there's just so many. Like, yeah, uh, I think we already said where uh, where Brody's talking to uh, to Clayton at the mm-hmm. end, and uh, he, he does the uh, where do you come up with this shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, <That> was... <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> when he's uh, saying that he saw saw him kiss someone. Oh yeah, dude! Like, and he goes, "Who the hell did you see me kiss?" It's like some guy, some some guy backstage. I don't know his name, but he seemed unimpressed to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like all those two, and also like not to mention the movie like kicks off with like uh, the Brody story uh, about the uh, the guy that had the uh, cat stuck in his ass, and he's like, yeah. "Well, so am I supposed to get the gerbil?" And then there's the the yes. they they start to end the movie with you know in the middle of the game show he tells the one about the and the the flights going down and everybody oh, yeah. just pulls out their pieces or whatever oh, and then they, another great line <laughs> well did he come or what <laughs> Jesus Christ man there's just some things you don't talk about in public <laughs> like that's so great like such a fucking great line man. that it's line so, I do quote a lot too yeah. for any time uh, someone says anything that's mildly inappropriate I'm just mm-hmm. like Jesus man and there's then, some things you don't talk about in public yeah and I mentioned and I mentioned earlier about the um I should know we can smell our own yep yep mm. that was that's a good one too man so well, let's let's just wrap this one up, guys. It's been a great episode. Uh, we went a little longer than most episodes, but fuck it, man. This one's a is a, this one's a special place for us. So uh, I think we're all thumbs up on this one, man. Go watch this movie if you haven't seen it. Uh, if it's you have too seen quotable. It, go fucking watch it again, man, and go watch it. Then rewatch our episode, and then you'll laugh at all the fucking quotes that we have in here. You'll actually get them. So yeah. with that, man, <laughs> let's go ahead and take it over to our Norm Macdonald clip of the week. President Clinton was in Austin, Texas last Monday, the day of the Million Man March. 
The president said in a speech, I am here to speak to you today because right now in Washington, D.C., there's like a million black guys. 